Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Enhancing the Human Experience. I'm your host, Mark Phillips, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. You know, I know there are a boatloads of podcasts out there, and the fact you're listening to this one really does mean a lot to me, so thank you. And in this episode of the show, we're going to be talking all about what I learned from Muhammad Ali about winning in the game of life. I'm really excited for this episode, and I know that you're going to have some awesome takeaways you can gain from this because, you know, this isn't my strategy. This isn't my stuff. This isn't my like tactics. This is Muhammad Ali's tactics, right? And what we all know, Muhammad Ali was an incredible champion, an incredible human being. And we can learn something from him as we go into battle with the force, the opponent that we all face in our day-to-day lives. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But before we get to that, I just want to remind you that if you missed last week's show, you can check it out on any of your favorite podcast platforms or on my website, gmarkphillips.com. And that was all about why your state of being is so important. Obviously, a lot of my work centers around state of being, state of consciousness, mindset. And so I kind of dove into some of the things that I've picked up on my journey and some of the information. And I wanted to share that with you just to kind of give you an idea of, of why the state of being is really important to me and why I spend so much of my time and work and and energy, you know, writing, writing books and products about it. So if you missed that, you can check it out in any any of those venues. Also, I just want to give you a couple of announcements You may or may not know that I am currently working on the Magic of Being companion book, which is coming together. It's not quite finished yet, but I'm working on it. I'm putting like all of my energy into getting that done because I want to get that done and pair up those books, the Magic of Being and then the Magic of Being companion book. And I've also created a poster. I'm going to create a couple more free posters that you can download on the website themagicofbeingbook.com, which is currently down. I'm building that website again and re, kind of relaunching that product. So it might be in various states of disrepair or remodel. So if you go there and it's all wacky, I apologize. I'm, I'm rebuilding it for the launch and probably this summer. I want to get that, that book done early summer. So just a couple of things I want to let you know. Also, one last thing before we get into the show. If you haven't downloaded The Human Beings Manifesto, That is the free one-page document. You can download it in PDF at justbeitbook.com. That is my book about developing your state of being and getting yourself in alignment with the circumstances that you want to have in life. It's a really powerful process, and it's really like a whole personal development book. So you can download the Human Being Manifesto free of charge, totally free. It's in a PDF. You can go to justbeitbook.com and get that. All right, let's get into the show. Let's not waste any more time here. What I learned from Muhammad Ali about winning in the game of life. Now, this idea came to me about a year ago when I was working on some of the bonus downloads and finishing up kind of a relaunch of Just Be It book, of of the Just Be It book. And I was facing a lot of internal resistance, a lot of fear, a lot of doubt, a lot of anxiety, just just the, the general resistance and that the ego throws at us whenever we're trying to move toward a stretch goal or a stretch dream, right? You've experienced it. I know you have. And you know, so you know what I mean, right? It's that, it's that doubt that we have, right? I'm not good enough. Is this good enough? No one's going to need this. No one's going to want this, all of that stuff. So at that same time, I was, I was also coming into, as I'm always 
you know, reading and checking out videos and trying to better myself, right? My own personal development uh, program. And so I was coming across this information from Muhammad Ali and this tactic and strategy, well, it's really a strategy that he used to win the fight with George Foreman that, that was dubbed the Rumble in the Jungle. It was in 1974. It took place in Africa. It was huge fanfare, you know, huge promotion. Um, Muhammad Ali was, I, I guess you could call him the underdog, right? He was going for the title. Foreman had the title. And I, I'm not a I'm not a huge boxing fan, especially back in that point in time, I was just a kid. And so I didn't know that was going down. And so I don't have all the details. So if I misspeak about something about this fight, don't hold me to that. But Muhammad Ali was coming in, you know, as the challenger going for this title. And he he so you know the critics had been trash talking him the, they'd been putting him down saying he wasn't going to do it he couldn't do it all this and, other, and the other thing as as we know Muhammad Ali was a very confident man um a champion all of those things so i got to thinking that you know the strategy that he used to win that fight is something that we can use as well to win our battle you know to go toe to toe with the opponent within us which I call the ego mind, right? May you may call it different things, but it it's it's the ego, it's the resistance, it's that entity with within ourselves that keeps us from realizing our greatness, from striving beyond where we're at, right? It's it's the thing that keeps us in our comfort zone. As long as we stay in our comfort zone, life is easy. We don't face any internal resistance because we're not trying to get out of our groove in life, right? But what we know, right? Nothing, everything great and everything we want is out of our groove and is out of our comfort zone. The personal growth, the spiritual growth, that's why we're here, right? So we can't stay in that zone forever for, for many reasons, right? The most important, obviously, is for our own spiritual growth, because that's why we came here is to, to grow and develop ourselves. You probably heard me talk about this before, but one of my favorite uh, Swami Vivekananda quotes he said the, that earth is the great gymnasium where we come to make ourselves strong. So we have to get out of it, right? So at that point in time, I was like, you know, this, this rope-a-dope strategy, which I'll talk about here in a moment, that Muhammad Ali used is really at the core of what we're doing in life, right? We are going toe-to-toe with this opponent that is a formidable opponent, no doubt just like Muhammad Ali was going toe-to-toe with George Foreman. Formidable opponent, no doubt, right? But we have to have we have to find these strategies to win that war within. And so that 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 was where this idea for this podcast and and blog post came along is that I was going for this toward this goal that was outside of my reach. Now, again, kind of to lay the frown, the groundwork and the framework here is that in the game of life your only component, your only opponent is you. And what I mean by that is that ego and the resistance within yourself, right? That's your only component or opponent. I don't know why I keep wanting to say component. (laughs) That's your only opponent in this game. And this is the same thing that Stephen Pressfield talks extensively about in his book, War of Art and Do the Work. It's that resistance inside of you that pushes against you as you move toward a goal or a dream right? So I think it's important to know 
your enemy and know our opponent if we're going to go into battle with them, right? And so the opponent is the ego, the resistance. Now here, let me, let me just say this. You are way stronger than your opponent. And if you watch that fight with Muhammad Ali, he had a certain knowingness about him, right? He had a presence about him that he just knew he was going to win. He knew he was going to conquer George Foreman. And, and the whole fight had this aura of Foreman really trying trying very, very hard, like exerting himself, throwing punches, exhausting himself out. But Muhammad Ali had a, had a, like a, was centered, was present, had like a deep knowingness about him. And that's exactly what you need to have as well. If you want to win the opponent, what we all need to have, know that you're stronger than your opponent, because here's the thing. The ego mind is based in the material physical world. And it's not, it's not an eternal entity like your soul is, like your soul strength is, right? Right then and there, the soul trumps ego mind every day of the week, all the time. That's kind of the knowingness that I could see in Muhammad Ali as he was in this fight. He's like, I know I'm a champion. I know I'm going to win. It's just a matter of time, and I'm just playing my strategy. That's exactly what we have to do as well. Know that your soul is way stronger than your ego. It's not even a comparison. And once you know that, that's like the foundation to build your strategy upon, right? Is that deep knowing. Now, obviously, we'll, we will need some tactics and some practical tools that we want to take into the ring with our opponent. And I'm going to go through this list here. And these are things that, one, Muhammad Ali did. And two, I've done these in my own life and I've ran across these in other books and other people have shared them. I've got a Louise Hay tactic in here of how to deal with the onslaught or barrage of punches in the form of negative thinking and doubt that your mind, your ego mind is going to give you, right? How do you deal with it, right? Because we're all about practical solutions. So the first thing is, just like Muhammad Ali did, he went back, leaned against the ropes, did not exert himself, did not fight that resistance. He covered up and he did his rope-a-dope technique. And that's exactly what we have to do is we have to do that rope-a-dope technique where we cover ourselves. Don't, we're not going to take a punch right to the face or we're not going to walk right into harm's way, right, in the form of a negative thought. Or we're certainly not going to believe a negative thought or we're not going to believe the doubt that we're experiencing or facing as we move toward a goal or a dream, right? You don't want to let that in, right? Still keep your guard up. Don't let it into your consciousness, but but be aware that it's coming at you. So you cover up. Another technique along those lines of covered up is is something that some of my friends and I, you know, we, we talk about this idea of shields up, right? When you're facing someone who's got a lot of negative energy for you or coming at you, we talk about this thing like shields up, right? And it's like this invisible force field that you put up and everything else cannot get through that. And I think it's, we actually think it's hilarious, kind of funny. It's like when someone's giving you some negative, negative uh, energy shields up, right? And being, everything is like ding, ding, ding. It can't get in. Um, that's the same as covering up. You know, these tactics are, are exactly what sailors use when they're sailing into a very fierce storm, right? Right. 
what happens when the sailor sails into the storm? They lower the sails, they batten down the hatches, and they weather that storm. No sailor in their right mind is going to sail head on with the sails up and all the hatches open into a fierce storm. And that's just like the storms of the mind, right? We have to be aware that, hey, the mind is a formidable foe. Never underestimate it. Respect that fo- that enemy, right? Batten down the hatches, bring the sails in, like hunker down a little bit until the storm passes. And that's the, the thing I want you to keep in mind is that the storm will pass because we know that the ego mind is very fickle. It's very prone to getting distracted. It doesn't have a lot of staying power. It's not well conditioned, right? The ego mind is always reaching and grasping for something. And when it targets you, because you're moving outside of the comfort zone and you're getting outside of your normal day-to-day activities and state of mindset, it's going to target you and it's going to attack you. You can take it because what, what, do you re, what do you remember? Your soul strength is way powerful, way more powerful than your mind, than the ego mind. Whatever it can throw at you, it doesn't even affect you. So batten down the hatches, close that down and weather that storm. While you're waiting, this is a great time to do stuff like review your goals, review your vision, know where you're going, know, remember why you started in, in the first place, whatever destination you're going to, remember why you started, and build up that confidence. You know, Remember your past wins. If, you've, if you're keeping a confidence journal, write in your confidence journal or read your confidence journal for, think, for times when things went well and when you weathered storms before, when you got through hard times before. That's a perfect time when you're kind of hunkered down waiting for the storm to pass to review those awesome experiences from the past. And there are some other tactics that depending on your, your nature and how you feel about it, you can certainly employ them. In the fight, Muhammad Ali was trash talking George Foreman, right? Psychological tactic. He was saying stuff like, is that all you got, George? Or, you know, I thought you could hit all these kind of things, you know, calling him a sissy, things that only Muhammad Ali would do, right? I'm certainly never going to say that to George Foreman. And it's really not my style to talk trash talk. What I prefer, you really have to find like your own way to deal with the opponent within yourself, right? If you're, if you're that style, Muhammad Ali, it's going to work, right? Find your own fighting style when you're fighting that psychological war with your opponents, whatever works for you. One of the things I like is Louise Hay says, hey, when you're getting negative thoughts coming into your consciousness, what she says is, she tells them, hey, you know, thanks for sharing. I appreciate that. But you're not owning it, right? You're not going to let it into your consciousness. She's like, thanks for sharing. And just let it pass. Like the clouds in the sky, let those those thoughts pass by, right? Don't own them. Don't let them into your consciousness. And eventually what will happen? The same thing will happen to your ego that happened to George Foreman, an, an incredibly strong opponent. Your ego will punch itself out. It will wear itself out. It will become distracted and it will move on and the storm will pass. The doubt will pass. The fear, the worry, whatever you're in is entertaining and it's throwing at you will pass and you will be able to get back to work and continue on with your strategy to win and get to your destination. So those are some of the tactics that I like to think about uh, based on what Muhammad Ali did in his fight and what I've picked up in the past. 
because I really think it's important to know, to have those tactics in our bag of tricks. We can't just go in and not be prepared. We want to have some things be prepared for the ego mind. So I hope that's been helpful because I find this um, rope-a-dope strategy really, really helpful in moving toward my own goals and dreams and doing battle with that ego mind. And, you know, even Sun Tzu, Art of War, talks about it. I want to share this I want to share this brief quote with you here, and it's it ties in nicely with what we're talking about. You know, strategy and and, and being a good strategist and tactician is timeless, right? Sun Tzu, I don't know when he lived off the top of my head, but his art of war has been around. People go to it all the time. So listen to this, what he says. He said, the good tactician plays with his adversary as a cat plays with a mouse. First, feigning weakness and immobility, and then suddenly pouncing upon him, right? If you've watched that fight, it's only like 33 minutes long, George Foreman Ali. I'll put a link to it on my website. But if you've watched that fight, you'll get that sense that Ali, again, back to this notion that he had this deep knowingness about him, being the like precise tactician, he almost did appear like he was playing with George Foreman, which is so crazy because George Foreman is an animal, right? I mean, he is, he's a champion in his own right. And also, incidentally, doing research for this podcast, I came across some interviews with George Foreman. And he's a funny guy, very charismatic, very gregarious. And he had nothing but nice things to say about Ali. And like I can see that guy has, seems to have it all, George Foreman. Not only is he tough, obviously, and a great fighter, but he's a great salesperson, a great human being. I mean, I was like impressed. He's funny. He's very awesome. So I'll put a link to that video, which was this um, morning talk show. I think it was CBS where he went on and did an interview about that fight. I think it was at the time when Ali passed. I guess that I think that was last year. And it was at that time and they were interviewing him. It was a great video. So I'll put a link to that as well as to the actual fight itself if you haven't seen it and have about 30 minutes to kill. But I hope that, you know, gives you something to go on. Like, so the next time you're going into battle with yourself, remember this rope-a-dope strategy. Remember that the fear and doubt and worry that you're entertaining will never last. The, whatever the mind throws at you, it will never last. And that's actually the mind's weakness. And so you want to exploit that weakness as much as possible. All right. So for this week's quote of the week, let me see if I can find it here. It is from George Foreman. And I thought that was fitting. So I ran across this quote and he said, they call it the rope-a-dope. Well, I'm the dope. Ali just laid on the rope and I, like a dope, kept punching until I got tired. But he was probably the most smart fighter I've ever gotten into the ring with. End quote. So that's George Foreman talking about being on the receiving end of that rope-a-dope strategy. And I think it's great there. I mean, he, he basically spells it out, right? He punched himself out and Ali covered up and took it. Not land, not having any you know major shots land, but he covered up and took it, and eventually George Foreman got tired, and then Muhammad Ali knocked him out in the eighth round. So it was really an awesome thing to, to see that strategy put into play. So that's the show. I'm going to wrap it up, and if you like the podcast, it would be super awesome if you would um, check it out, or excuse me, leave a review on iTunes. You can also subscribe or share it with something someone who you think might find the information beneficial. And until next time... All the best, health, wealth, and success to you. Bye-bye.